Welcome to the A Show, our April show for April 18, 2017. How are you? Did you finish your taxes yet? Did you send it in time? I'm recording this from Waikiki, Honolulu, Hawaii. Uh, this is my last night here, actually. Uh, I've tried recording this a couple of times before, but oh man, the island air has completely gotten into me after one week here. Uh, my god, I, I, I really love it here. I don't want to leave. And then, um, I now I understand why people say, my god, Hawaii is so awesome. It's not Hawaii, it's Hawaii, it's just two eyes at the end. But then, um, my god, ever since I landed uh, a week ago on Tuesday, the 11th man i the complete don't give a shit slash don't give a fuck dgaf level has gone to a hundred plus 110 and you know what like that i don't mind driving in hawaii and i don't mind i don't don't mind this weather like it's i thought it was gonna rain but it hasn't really rained um only place that it's been raining a lot is maui yesterday in the morning i was just there one day and then the big island with hilo and everything and i I don't know anything about hawaii I'll, i'll be honest uh i i i had no particular plan unlike some people who set the vacation you know with the google sheets with sharing with everybody or the particular places they want to go to reservation and all that way ahead of time i i don't want to do that i i don't i don't want to do that for some reason especially last year or so i mean i mentioned that to my parents too when we went to korea japan like i don't want to plan like i don't want to be in a stringent plan because my day-to-day just the professional life is all on planning meeting a milestone did we get there did we not get there and i said fuck it why why would i want to go through that stress the vacation is to relax not think about work not behave like a work so i said fuck it and then especially in a place like this i just said fuck it i i just don't care so i mean i mean i yeah it's not like complete anarchy i mean i like i booked for hawaii and not just hawaii but uh maui yesterday uh a while back when i set this trip up but i didn't have a particular places i wanted to go to um i got a few food recommendations and then you know people like you gotta get snorkeling you gotta go diving you gotta go do this you gotta do that and i'm like yeah yeah yeah, i'll figure it out and i'll be honest i didn't but i didn't do any of that shit i didn't do the i mean i just only thing i bought is the new swim trunks because the old one was too big with all the weight loss (laughs) um and then I just bought the goggles because I forgot to bring my swimming goggles. I don't have a snorkeling gear. I don't have the flippity flapper, the duck feet shit. And, and I didn't buy any packages. I just only thing and I wanted to minimize the spending all bit. <laughs> I admit after one week, the food and drink and then the parking spending has kind of gone through the roof. Um, I'm I've, of all the trips that I've taken this year, uh, all the mileages that I collected with Chase and Sky Pass and Alaska and all that, it has accumulated into this trip, and I think it's been. I I'm happy. I, I I've been I've been smiling all fucking week, and I'm I'm very satisfied. And you could hear from my voice that like, yeah, I pretty, sound pretty tired, and then all that stuff too. And uh, yeah, and I. I'm very happy. I don't want to leave. It's just, it's just this euphoria that I have right now. But at the same time, I kind of reached a point. 
after one week i go like you know what it's time to go back like <laughs> i'll be honest i i sunbathed wrong so i gotta go see my dermatologist and make sure that i don't get skin cancer or some shit i got like a fucking map of russia on my back right now because I, I forgot to put the sunscreen the first day and then i put the sunscreen afterwards without you know doing the home remedy shit uh and then now it just like darkened <laughs> thankfully it's on the back not in the front or on the face but <laughs> god damn so i need to go see that and then i'm also i'm running out of laundry although you're like just buy the t-shirt here and i'm like nah i got enough t-shirts i don't want to buy another one and just throw it away that's not good for the environment so um and i didn't bring detergent or anything and i think it's time for me to go so i'm ready to go i saw maui i got to see lpga golf tour and i got to swim i got to drive i got to do i saw turtles which i'm gonna get to next week i don't think i can talk about maui on this trip i'll talk about it next week when i get back into the mainland uh and all these other things i got to eat different foods and i i didn't see any art here i'll be honest i'm not here for art but maybe tomorrow before i head back because i have a late night flight uh back to seattle it's gonna be an overnight flight so by the time i get there it'll be thursday morning like 6 30 7 a.m in the morning uh so maybe I'll go check out all the Pearl Harbor and stuff and then, you know, see how Japan lost this place. <laughs> but uh, it's been pretty good. It, I, I don't have, I've been eating a lot. I haven't been working out so much other than walking three, four miles a day at least and also just swimming. And I haven't swam in the ocean in a long, long time. And I haven't swam in general in like ooh, probably a couple of years. So. I almost drowned last week. Um, I told my friends, like, dude, I, I, my ego took over, and I was like, I can make it to the buoy that I saw. I don't know how far it was, but I, I was about eighty percent there uh, on, I think it was Thursday. Yeah, Thursday, and then I got tired, and then I just stopped, and then I didn't know how deep the water was. And I'll, I'll be honest, the water here for the oceans are pretty fast, and then like, especially in Maui, like, whew, the breaks are really hard. I could see why the surfers are having fun time here but if you don't have the snorkeling gear or if you're not an experienced swimmer uh you'll be fucked you might die uh i didn't die but i panicked for a little bit because it was like so sudden that the like i couldn't you know the, i felt like the water was like sucking me in and then i i chugged the water a little bit and then like i choked on it like oh, and then like oh fuck and then i panicked and i started paddling again but then like i paddled so hard so early for no reason and then, uh i got exhausted about <laughs> i got exhausted getting back and then i was like fuck it like i shouldn't have done this challenge i should have like practiced like another couple more days then get to it instead of doing it on a second attempt trying to get to bowie just ego taking over it's like don't overdo it don't overdo it so ever since then i've been kind of gun shy going deeper into the ocean especially without the snorkeling equipment but still i saw the turtles in maui uh without going so deep and then without you know getting all the scuba diving and all that shit so i was very happy about that and then in maui there was also like a turtle seeing tour people are on a fucking yacht and i'm like i'm not paying for that shit with all the crowd and then i saw it without it for free all i did was drive over take my time wait for the ties to change and then uh get suntanned and just swim in and then see all the turtles i was happy did i take any pictures fuck no i I, like you haven't seen the turtle in your life like go go google go google that shit and then my phone's not waterproof i don't have gopro and all that shit and then you know if i post it online how many of you i mean i'll get like a couple likes but what the hell like i don't want to waste bite that's bad for the environment fuck that i saw it i'm gonna cherish that memory then i'll remember that the rest of my life but anyways so uh 
what happened? Let, let's get to that a little bit. I will talk about the LPGA Tour a little bit and the Waikiki, Honolulu, uh, a little bit of Ohio Island. I'll be honest, uh, I'm going to butcher a lot of a lot of pronunciations here because uh, I'm not Samoan. I'm not The Rock. I'm not the Rikishi. I'm not Michelle Wee. I don't know shit. And then uh, many, many things here are like one road that I still remember off of the H1 Highway. One of the road ramp was a... Uh, it was spelled like, 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 I like. You know, but then it was like, oh, off of the Licky Licky Road, and I'm like, what the fuck, Licky Licky, what the fuck is this shit? And this is island Polynesian talk. I don't fucking get this. I, I know we kind of look alike, you know, the Polynesians, Mongolians, Native Americans, Asian people. We kind of come from the same genes. And I'm like, you kind of like like. And then um, if I get tanned a little better with the sunscreen and all that, a few more days, maybe a couple months, I look like one of these Polynesian people probably. But then the problem is with the food over here, man. Every, everybody's fat. It's not a fucking understatement. Don't give a fuck has gone to a diet level too. And then uh, as much as food is sweet and delicious, uh, one guy told me is like the island food is junk food. And I'm like, yeah, I do see a little bit of that. So I said, you either going to become like uh, Akibono or Rikishi or Yokozuna or you got to like fat or you're going to be like fucking Jimmy Snuka, The Rock, the Dwayne Johnson, uh, Roman Reigns or some shit. And then uh, burn all those calories after eating so much. So you get so muscular and strong and all that. And then I saw a couple of people that are like so fucking jacked. Like the Polynesian dudes that are so jacked that I'm like, oh, fuck, man. These are the Roman Reigns of this island. But then I was like, in my head, I was like, yo, I, I, I hope I don't get fucking Jimmy Snuka over here and get murdered. <laughs> like OJ style. Oh, uh, but man, uh, I... But the first thing, as soon as I landed, uh, was uh, the immediate smell because of, you know, because of the humidity and all that was a smell of sweat and fat <laughs> and tourists. And I just said, fuck, I'm like, why did I come here? It was a little bit of that moment for 10 seconds after a six and a half hour flight. But either way, I didn't know it was six and a half hours. I thought it would be like four hours. I thought it was a little close on the map. Yeah, but BK, didn't you look at the fucking map? And I was like, yeah, I did. It looked a little closer than I thought. But uh, fuck, okay, I guess. And then six and a half hours, by the way, that's enough to see Moonlight and La La Land back to back. So a little bit of a... D- little bit of a detour uh movie review because somebody asked me for this and when i said i saw moonlight and not a land back to back um conclusion in short moonlight hands down deserved the uh oscar 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 academy award for the best film um i didn't know anything about Mo- uh, moonlight i didn't know it was about a gay movie i didn't know it was a brokeback mountain of 2017 but uh it was surprisingly good uh i i the way that they structured the storyline, it's not anything new. But then the acting in that movie uh, with the sexual identity and then the personal struggle, especially in the African-American community, which is even more of a taboo subject than, say, either like in a white community or some other communities out there. Uh, just seeing that and, I don't know, the, the, the exact struggle and then the emotion that evoked in me, like this empathy, sympathy I have for the main character here for little or black uh was very similar to another movie that i almost cried at the end i'm gonna admit it there was a little lump in my throat that was that was a boys in the hood with ice cube Cuba Gooding jr at the end of the scene the struggle in the hood where why white america doesn't understand and getting out of the hood getting the scholarship at usc football scholarship and 
just the uh, gun violence, gang violence, all that stuff. And then, like, you'll never get out of this. People will never understand. This is a little thing we have here. But then, with John Singleton presented that story at the end, I was like, I was really moved by it. I don't know why. There aren't too many movies. Actually, these are only two movies I was like emotionally moved. Like, it was like, I felt like immediate depression or like sadness for the character or for the story or the backdrop of it and then moonlight did the same thing especially for the character little and then i was like god damn like uh naomi harris i mean i don't know i i felt like her crackhead mom character was pretty good but then i i really couldn't buy it because like dude isn't that mrs pennyworth or whatever from 007 isn't she british why is she playing a hood hood character like it's so weird so that was a little awkward but i guess she kind of overacted in my opinion but um yeah i i I thought moonlight did a really great job telling the story is it the best movie ever no but it's one of the two movies i'll say it's in my record book that can say it really moved me and i go like emotionally it, it went to like oh oh wow like that kind of level um so the fact that the movie did that personally for me it might not be your taste i was just like god damn it it's hands down i'll, I'll remember that movie uh la la land i kind of knew a little bit about it and then there's a lot of hype around surrounding it yes it's a, a little bit of a satire mockery about hollywood and the la la land is a play on word for like la being in its own bubble um first half of the movie was a little bit of a drag second half was great i'll be honest i'm not a musical guy i'm not a musical fan i didn't see les miserables still i still didn't see it um but then uh i was very surprised by ryan gosling more than anything my god that guy worked his ass off tap dancing piano playing if he actually played singing a little bit i'm sure that was his voice i could clearly hear it it was emma stone's voice when she sang uh so it was pretty good but then i for some reason i think the bad very i mean the story overall is very predictable um it's a romantic comedy musical uh except it's not a boy meets girl it's a girl meets a boy uh girl emma stone's character is a is a trying actress slash playwright and the guy the boy is a jazz musician jazz pianist to be specific but um he's a He's a traditional jazz fan and then he's going he hates the modern art approach of like and then modern take on jazz like oh isn't jazz an elevator music it's like no it's not that's the misconception about jazz and then i love uh, ryan gosling's passion speech about jazz which i agree with uh i do like jazz i'm not i don't have a particular like a fan of a somebody like wrestling or something but when i listen to jazz i just like the chaos of it and then i i thought ryan gosling did a great job summarizing that chaos when he said look people don't understand like a saxophone player comes in piano piano comes in and then they play in some rhythm some play in some vibe but then at the same time a trumpet chimes in and then does it does his or own her own shtick and then but in that rhythm they rip they just go improvise on their own go on about but then that makes it a beautiful balance that's what makes jazz great people don't understand that people think jazz is just this relaxing thing but it's a beautiful anarchistic sounding chaos that's very organized and i don't know i really dug about that it's just like i i i dug that speech and then ryan ran I keep calling him Ryan Reynolds because, I don't know, Gosling looked more like Reynolds in this movie. I don't know why. Maybe he's getting buff like Reynolds trying to be, and they're both Canadians. Yeah, I support both, but whatever. 
but I I was very convinced by Gosling's performance, and then when he got to in one scene, spoiling a little bit here. I mean, it's not really spoiling it because it's a romantic comedy, so their couple will go through their, you know, the usual struggle, and then uh, Gosling took the job that he didn't want to take as a jazz musician, and then Emma Stone's character was also struggling playwriting, and. Emma Stone just basically said, "What the fuck's wrong with you? Like, I I dug you super hard when you're doing your own shit, but you're doing the job that you said you hated doing." And then like, "What the fuck, Ryan?" Ryan Gosling's character just completely went off, and I'm like, "Well, maybe you like me because you felt better about yourself when I was down and below you." I'm like, "Oh snap!" And then like I, I, that kind of argument, I don't know for some reason, as petty as it sounds, it it sounds fucking sympathetic. You know, like, oh my god, the guy, guy fell into the fucking trap in a relationship. He's quantifying shit. He's like, oh, you're, you're measuring, like, I, when I'm six feet under, you feel like you're ten feet above. What the fuck is wrong with you? You can't do that in a relationship. You can't fucking do that. And then out of the way, I thought those were great moments. And then after that, the movie kind of took off. And then the ending was a little surprising, not surprising, but um, the way they told the ending was. Very intriguing. Um, so if the whole movie was like the second half, it would have been great. And also, someone asked me if Emma Stone deserved the Academy for the Best Actress, Best Female Actor, and I, I didn't see the other movies, you know, involved for 2016 for women. But uh, I, I just couldn't buy Emma Stone. I like Emma Stone. I'm a huge fan, you know, whatever. But her portraying a trying artist in 2016 when she's probably one of the hottest things going into hollywood and in the second half it makes sense but in the first half when she's the, the trying actress in the world and the environment i just couldn't get into it but ryan gosling yes i could like get into it because he's not a fucking musician he's an actor he's just an actor portraying a musician but uh, emma stone an accomplished the champion the women's champion portraying that she's the underdog it just doesn't make fucking sense to me like you gotta get me this is where nobody should go in and then like portray that nobody who has the potential saying yeah if, if i could see a little bit of emma stone in her but not like put an actual emma stone in it then maybe the movie made more sense but because of that i don't i don't think one half of the character worked and just looking at emma stone in this movie although she did a great job acting like i mean she's a great actor no matter what but the character i just i just didn't dig it it just felt felt like a hollywood you know chill job but it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't a complete like oh my god this is this is what we love about hollywood oh my god this is what white this is the hollywood and white people it wasn't exactly that so i i actually uh was surprised at movie by the movie but some of the character portrayal of it and then the people involved in it i just didn't buy it much although i buy right i bought ryan gosling's acting a lot in this one i hope he won something i don't know if he won golden globe or something after all that training and singing and all that shit he went through i mean emma stone did too but yeah anyways there's that moonlight hands down i still got i want to see the manchester by the sea see if uh, what's his face casey affleck is that his name if he deserved the best actor so hopefully i i hope i hope to catch that movie on the way back tomorrow night uh it's an overnight flight so i might be sleeping but if not i'll catch the movie just watch that one at least uh, i'll go for there anyway so um, the point is i had so much time to watch those movies and listen to a whole bunch of podcasts that i was missing out on and as soon as i got off i'm like god damn like i could i could feel the filth and then the fat people <laughs> like the sweat through the humidity and then the air and then uh 
but I, and I got into my rental car, which was also pre-booked on points and miles. I started driving, and people are complaining. Hawaii hasn't one. Hawaii, sorry, has one of the worst traffic's in the country. Uh, I think the worst, and LA is the second worst. But I didn't care. I as soon as I landed and I got out of the human traffic at the Honolulu airport. I just felt the relaxation immediately, and then it was sunny. It wasn't rainy or anything. A little bit of cloud. It wasn't overly hot. You know, it's still April. I felt I felt good, and I just I just started cruising. And then like I mainlander mentality when you enter the highway comes in. It's like gotta do sixty five, gotta do seventy. You gotta enter hard, but the speed limit over there is like either forty five or fifty or fifty five. It's just if it's high, you gotta get out of Waikiki, Honolulu, if you wanna get to like the usual sixty mile an hour level. I did eighty miles on a Saturday, and then the one guy told me that's pretty high for Hawaii, and I'm like. Fucking age, like whatever. I had a Corolla. I had to step it on at some point, right? So, anyways, I I, I don't mind the traffic, and then it's pretty slow. And then if you're really an impatient person and just driving, I thought I was impatient, but I'm really not. I'm pretty reasonable. Turns out I don't mind driving in L.A. with all that traffic. I don't mind driving in Hawaii with all that stuff. I don't know, maybe because I'm in a complete vacation, don't give a fuck mode. I'm not in a rush to go anything. This is a good thing when you don't when you go to vacation without a plane. We gotta check into the hotel by three o'clock because we have a reservation at four thirty. No, 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 no. Fuck that shit. I'll, I'll I'll walk in whenever I want. And then like maybe because of that, my driving became way more relaxing. Not the usual, you know, road rage about it. And then like. Go fucking Nico Rosberg on it, on a fucking H1 highway. But I was completely fine with it. And then the everybody is it's better. It's not like some mainland. I sound like a Hawaiian native already. Mainland highway driving where fucking guy blocks the fast lane. People move over. It's like New Mexico. People fucking move over. And then you know they just go slow on the right lanes, but on the fast lane, the left lane, that's like a tourist lane where you go like seventy, sixty, whatever. So people are very courteous driving. You know, nobody honks. I rarely hear people honking in this place, and I didn't honk either. It's like, look, you let me go, you go. And uh, Maui really showed that, which I'm gonna talk about next week. Uh, a lot of long, winding, narrow roads, which was a fucking adventure. I drove 170 miles yesterday, which is also why I'm sounding pretty tired. I'm still recovering from that. It's a very stressful 160 miles that I drove through the mountains, through the ranges, and all that. It it, it felt like 400 miles. Anyways, so back to the driving, and I got I got to the where did I get to first? I went to the this uh, Ala Moana Mall. Uh, I saw the piece on the Eater about the cheap Japanese food market. They just opened. Ala Moana, if you don't know, it's kind of like a Bellevue Square Mall of America. It's invested by the Chinese people uh, with all the stores like uh, Bloomingdale's, uh, Nordstrom, the usual. Um, not the outlet, not the cheap one, but the you know moderately priced ones. The ones that I generally don't shop at, to be honest. <laughs> and then... They had a little Japanese uh, food walk. Uh, I think it was called a seriyaki. Seriyaki. I don't know. Seri- I, I'm gonna butcher a lot of pronunciation. Seriyaki. Uh, Japanese walk downstairs so that you can get the spam basubi for one eighty eight, or you can get a ramen for five dollars, uh, four dollars, or some shit. And then I just, I didn't eat all day. Uh, by the time I got here in the six and a half hour flight, I didn't get a snack this time because it's Delta, not Alaska. No, I didn't fly United. Okay, yeah, there. Um, and I just 
crap, whatever. And then I said, fuck the calories. Like the, the last week, the 1200 calories is out of the question. Uh, and then they also started serving beer for like a dollar, dollar glass. And I was like, the fuck is this? And then like pictures like five bucks or something for acai and Kirin and all that shit. The good Japanese, not good, but the, the famous Japanese beers. So I was like, uh, fuck, give me one acai. And then I was an empty stomach. I didn't get really hydrated a lot. And they were charging for water. I said, fuck it, just give me beer. I want the fucking, I want the goddamn beer. I sound like Stone Cold. Where's the beer at? And then... I just started chugging. <laughs> then I got buzzed pretty fast, three in the afternoon, and I was like, "Oh god damn, this is a mistake!" And then I drove. So, I was like, anyways, I downed the lunch and I downed the subi katsu, and then uh, I got a chicken karage, um, and then all I didn't get the okinawa the egg shit, and then I didn't get ramen or any of that. It wasn't a ramen weather. I don't want to get a fucking ramen. I didn't get a pokey bowl. It's not a pokey weather. So I'm like, fuck that. And I just went to spam musubi. <laughs> be unhealthy for a week and then i ate that but then uh, i was pretty buzzed i was like all right on the empty stomach i was like all right i gotta calm the fuck down so i started walking around the mall for a good half an hour and then i woke up and then i said boom i gotta get to the hotel so i checked into the hotel kind of passed out a little bit and then uh but i didn't have a swimsuit i didn't have swimwear none of that i didn't bring it i mean i won't my swimsuit is too big so i had to buy it over here and then uh everybody told me it's like fuck what's screw buying a swimsuit like in the mainland like you have more choices in the in the in the in the hawaii when we get there which is true and then there's an abc store everywhere if you don't know highly overcharges a lot of things like cigarettes lighters booze water uh even the swim swimsuits i mean it's very convenient they got everything although i haven't found the nail clipper i haven't really asked they have everything and that abc store is in every fucking corner in waikiki and then it's also on the other islands, you know, near the beach area. So they got everything. They got everything. And, uh, yeah. So and you just use it and throw it away. Although it's not environmentally friendly. I decided to go. I didn't do the $25, $20 swimsuit, though. I decided to go to Tommy Bahama and said, fuck it. I'll just buy one right now. And then I tried a couple on. And then I was like, yeah, I'm buying this. And then it was Tommy Bahama. <laughs> but then now I feel like I should return it when I get back to the mainland. So maybe I'll do that. And then um, I try to find the beach. I didn't know anything. I mean, I'm staying in the really the heart of the Waikiki Hotel. I'm in a Waikiki Resort Hotel, which is run by Korean Air. It feels like it's run by a Korean Air, like a son or something. Like the father of Korean Air said, fuck it. This, this incapable son can't do shit, so I'll just give it this hotel. And then, and yeah, I mean, it's a decent hotel, but I don't think it's a three-star hotel. I think it's like a two and a half stars. But who the, who the fuck gives a shit? I'm on a mileages. I, I'm not paying for this. So I was like, fuck it. I'm good. And then I see the ocean. It's very relaxing. It's fucking awesome. So, and I'm like a block away from the Waikiki Beach, pretty much. But then uh, Waikiki Beach is a horde of people. And then uh, water's pretty fucking clogged, too. I said, fuck it. I don't want to go there. So I started walking north, northwest, along the uh, Kalakaua Avenue. Um, and then the one first beach that I found is called the. Uh, What's it called? The Kahanamoku Beach by the Waikiki Hilton Hawaiian Village Resort um, near the Army Museum. Now, it is a beautiful looking place. It's a good place for sunset. And then they have a fireworks on Friday nights, although I didn't see it. I don't give a shit about fireworks. I'll see it on the Memorial Day. I'll see it on the, what is it, the 4th of July. So I don't have to see it on the ocean. And then uh, I went there and then uh, I swam there. The 
spend time there the first couple days, but then I cut my foot because the coral and the rocks are very rough. The water is clear, but the problem is if the water is clear, that means there's not enough soft sand underneath for me to look under. And then I cut my foot, and then I didn't make the mistake. Ah, shit, fuck, shit. And then uh, yeah, it was it was pretty painful to deal with it for a little bit. Nice beach, a lot of good sun, and then it's pretty relatively quiet too. Actually, you know, despite the Hilton Village been being there, but um, I don't like the I don't like the footing there. It's good for probably surfing, paddle boarding, and all that stuff. Non swimming activities. I didn't see any fish or anything. It's not exactly a snorkeling spot either. Waikiki is not a snorkeling spot. I'll be honest. If you want to practice snorkeling, go ahead, but not for actual snorkeling. Uh, so I started. I saw that beach, but then like I don't like it, so I started going down south, um, past the zoo. Uh, there's like a Queens Beach, but no, I saw a lot of people. There's some stages there, and then there was another beach. Uh, that's I guess that's still Queens Beach, and then um, I ended up in a Kaimana Beach, right outside the uh, Waikiki Hotel, and then um, yeah, that that's that that would be my beach recommendation, Kaimana Beach. And then uh, it's pretty close to the heart of the Waikiki, but uh, so not as many people. And then uh, they got a lifeguard there too. So it's right beside this thing called the War Memorial Natatorium. It's just a little thing that says War Memorial thing. And then it's right by the Honolulu Zoo. And also right across the Honolulu Zoo to the north, there's a Starbucks. And then the Lulu's upstairs. And then uh, Lulu's is not that bad. I don't know why people shit on it so much. And then a Starbucks, you know, I just I just get it on the way back. It's like a really, it's a mile away from my hotel, but it's like the Starbucks is halfway between the beach and then the hotel. So I was just like, fuck it, I make a pit stop, get a cool lime refresher, a cold brew, whatever the fuck ever. Speaking of the zoo, I don't go to the zoo so much. I have some ethical concerns with it, uh, with the animal conservation effort, and then cap, you know, putting putting that in what is it, captivity. But um, for fourteen dollars is a hell of a deal. And then um, I actually ran into I think Michael Bennett and his daughter. I went there like super early. The second day I got there, before I went to the beach, I I started. I was looking for fucking Starbucks because I needed a cold brew. I was like, I can't fucking take this. The the, the the times jet lag is like six hour difference. Six hours behind the Eastern time zone, and then three hours behind the uh, Pacific time zone. So I woke up really early, like five thirty six in the morning, and I started walking. Uh, and then I said, I need coffee, and then I got the coffee, and then I said, Fuck it, I'll do. I saw the zoo, and I said. I'll just walk in. Like I think they op- opened at eight thirty in the morning because it was this was like Wednesday, and then I walked right in. It was fourteen dollars, and then they have two tigers, and then they got a cheetah, rhinos, and then a lot of birds, and I think it's Komodo dragon. I think it's pretty good for fourteen dollars. I highly recommend it. There are some like kids exhibition there too, like a lot of little kids showing up and a lot of families show up. I was the only guy who showed up by himself. So I, I'm sure like some dads again, like at the Disneyland, is like, is, is he a fucking blaster? Is he is he the therapist? I don't know, fucking. Guys. But anyways, I didn't give a shit. Again, vacation mode. Don't give a shit mode. And then I was looking at the uh, spider monkeys, and then I I hear this little girl's voice like, "Daddy, daddy, those those are, those are the spider monkeys. I saw them in Jungle Book." And then in my head, I was thinking like, 
Goddamn, I have Jungle Book on the Netflix. That's uh, one of the things that I got to see. John Favreau movie, the Iron Man director. I got to see that 3D movie. I got to see that when I get back. I don't want to do Netflix here. And then I look back and then I saw this dude wearing the orange shirt, orange trunks. It looks like it's from Coming to America, Eddie Murphy's shirt. I'll be honest, Michael. And then I said, dude, that guy looks a lot like Michael Bennett. And then there was a family next to me. They were like whispering, said, is that, is that, is that, is that? And then I was like, uh, in my head at that time, I was like, so uh, Michael Bennett, if you don't know, the defensive tackle for the seattle seahawks also has a brother twin brother brother at least um martellus bennett the tight end for the new england patriots so i went up to him and like <laughs> without thinking i said which one it's like that's a michael bennett of the seattle seahawks and i was like eh, yeah he kind of looked like him but he looks way leaner and then i saw him walk away with his daughter and then on his calf and each one and then the left and right left says m right says b his initials are on there, so I knew it was a Bennett, but I still didn't know if it was Michael or Martellus. I was like, I don't want to Google this shit, but if Michael Bennett, if you're hearing this, or Martellus, I'm sh- I think it's Michael, uh, shout out. Thank you. I want to thank you and your daughter for reminding me to catch the movie on Netflix, and good luck next season. Uh, I, wow. By the way, th- this, is a, this is actually the second day I, I was on a trip and a vacation, and this is the second time I ran into a Seattle athlete. And then it happened outside Seattle or on the way out of Seattle. So I, I saw the day before, I think I saw a warm moon dropping off the luggage when I was dropping off my luggage at Delta at the SeaTech airport. Now, if you don't know how the SeaTech airport backdrop baggage drop-off works, like it's it's a vertical backdrop off in each section, not a horizontal, the usual you have with a ticket check-in, check-out, check-in counter. So... We drop it off, so if you look across, you can see the other counter because the chain or the whatever the the carousel for the luggage goes around in between um, the two counters. So I I drop off my bag and then I show my boarding pass and I look up and then I saw this older gentleman who looked about six foot three, six foot four, who looks a lot like Warren Moon. And then we made an eye contact. I started squinting and I was like, in my head, I was like, is that fucking Warren Moon, one of the greatest quarterbacks ever? You know, playing for the Edmonton Eskimos. Four great cuffs, if I remember right. Five or four. It was a fucking dynasty. And Houston Oilers. And then the UW Huskies quarterback. And then nobody wanted him because it was black. People wanted him to play tight end. And shit, is that that Warren Moon? And then I was like, I think that's fucking Warren Moon. I'm sure he was going to some kind of NFL pre-draft workout with some other, like, I don't know. Trubinsky or fucking Deshaun Watson or some shit on a Tuesday after Tuesday morning. So I was like, uh, like I didn't even nod, but I just said, oh, okay, I think that's Warren Moon. I didn't panic or anything. Even when I saw like Michael Bennett looking dude, I just I didn't panic. Again, I don't get starstruck. I don't know why. I just go like they're just people. Maybe ten years ago, five years ago, even I would have been like, holy shit. But now I'm just like, eh, they're people, man. They just happen to make more money and they're. They, they they're just physically more able than I am, but whatever. <laughs> so uh, two days in a row, I saw Warren Moon and Michael Bennett. I think Michael or Martellus, one of the Bennetts. And then I was like, God dang, man! And then like this is I see I I I'm sure I saw some other celebrities too, but I didn't recognize or some shit. But hey, man! Like I was like, dang, I'm I'm so lucky. 
I got to do this in the beginning of the trip when I was like at least thinking straight, thinking sane when I was still sharp. If I do this now, I'd be like, oh, uh, I, I'm not even fucking. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a shit. <laughs> if I saw if I saw Michael Bennett today, I, would, I wouldn't have recognized it. Like, hey, I don't. Hey, that guy kind of looks like Michael Bennett. I don't think I would have gotten that level. Anyway, so I saw them. So shout out to Michael Bennett, Warren Moon. Um, hope your trips are enjoyable and fun, uh, like mine's been so far. Where was I? Yeah, the zoo. Zoo was awesome. But then the 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 the, the, the band? No, the beach recommendation for me. If you come to Waikiki, is Kaimana Beach. And then um, yeah, I I was there like three times now in the four six nights I've been here. On uh, different restaurants, I got a lot of recommendations, but I didn't I didn't have a particular place in mind. I just started walking around grabbing food. And yes, I got a couple of recommendations like Sweetie Cafe and then South Shore Grill uh iwasume the misubi place um I, I tried all of it they're all great they're all great they're fantastic musubi cafe iyasume the one of the most famous musubi restaurants and it's pretty good it's pretty good uh for the price it's pretty good too and but then um, i saw some other bars that i saw like hockey games and stuff rival sport lounge it was pretty good uh arnold's uh, it's a very cheap bar but i enjoy the atmosphere and then if you go with other friends it's good but it's you know, and I saw a lot of ladies and gentlemen there, but um, I I didn't go in there with any fucking you know. It's like oh, I gotta get this girl. No, I I didn't really have that. I actually, someone told me about it, and but not the Arnold's in other places. But I just I actually had this moment when I just like sat in the bar. I didn't get a Mai Tai, I'll be honest. I don't know why. I don't feel like it. I just kept getting Hendrix and tonic, getting smashed, and then on my third Hendrix and tonic that I was sitting there I was staring at it in my head I just said I don't want to talk I don't give a shit I, I don't want to do the labor here <laughs> what if I shut off and just people watch which I've been doing all week like I dad watch women watch men watch parent watch grandma watch you know traveler watch and I I'm if somebody asked you to message me hey dude are you okay are you lonely out there because i'm traveling alone like, no i'm perfectly fine i'm actually enjoying the silence a little bit this is the most i talk consecutively in about a week i'll be frank um i haven't been on calls or i, I haven't been talking to anyone on the phone that long maybe for like two three minutes at most you know just for the appointment or just like hey what's up or some crank call that i'm getting not a crank call but like a marketing call it's like yeah 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 just listen to it but this is the most I talked in about a week, I'll be frank. Um, so it's a little weird. My voice is, feels a little weird too. I sound tired. But um, yeah, I, there, there was that moment there. I just said, you know what? F- fuck trying for girls and shit. I just like watched the guys like chatting up with random girls. I'm from Indiana. And like, oh, I'm from wherever. Uh, I'm originally from Pennsylvania, but I live in the Big Island. It's like, what the fuck is a Big Island? It's like, I don't know anything about Hawaii. And then I was like, oh, Big Island, that's where the Hilo, 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 Hilo is, you know, and all that shit. And then, like, I listened to this shit. And then I, I was just sitting, and then I was watching the Raptors game that I missed. And then I was just, like, just the eavesdropping conversation like a fucking creep. But then, like, just listening to all this. And then and I saw two girls across the bar. One was hella muscular. She looked like a fucking Charlotte Flair or some shit. It's not, but, like, you know, it's like a fucking muscular. fucking intimidating. I, like, I would... If it, like I think a muscular guy would go up there and like try, try to fucking out muscle each other probably that's how it goes but and then there was another girl who was a little 
chubby side but then she looked like fucking depressed just looking down at shit she's like why am i here why am i even trying here you know that kind of shit this chirp is pointless that kind of look and i was just like, chatting with random people and i don't even i don't even remember their names now i generally am good at remembering names of people i don't talk to afterwards but anyway so <laughs> i got so hammered and then i finally went up to them all I said was, it's okay, relax. Somebody will come to you. And then I just walked the fuck out. <laughs> and then I was just talking to the Bowser and other people were just laughing and shit. I, I, I don't know. I got fucking hammered. But I was just enjoying the fucking st- people watching. The, the bird watching. That's another thing I was doing. on The ocean watching. Turtle watching. I saw turtles in Maui. I was fucking happy about that. And then uh, families, like in the Disneyland, to see how people parent. And and also a lot of couple watching. A lot of fucking Asian people here. Jesus Christ. All Korean, Chinese, Japanese people. And, and like, uh, just the couples in general. And then I'm just, like, walking alone. I'm just, I just have a big smile on my face walking. Like, I, I don't know. I, I look like a moron. And I see other guys that are, like, you know, like, crouched up or some shit but i was fucking happy i had a chest wide open head up listening to my music or whatever on my headset with a cold brew in my hand walk down proudly in my shorts and flip-flops and all that and then hide my russian map sunburn with the shirt or tank top or whatever that i had at that time i was fucking happy and then um just couple watching to it just fucking unbelievable and so it's like dude and then a lot of a lot of wedding photos that i saw the f- last week the first three days or so in front of the waikiki beach and i'm walking and i avoid not being in the photo shot of many people but i noticed that all the wedding photos or the the, the love photos they're taking in a waikiki people modeling and shit all the all the korean people for some reason and i was like is this is this really and then I said to myself, like, is this what you want to hang up in your fucking apartment? So when the guy walks in, it's like, oh, that was in the Waikiki Beach in 2017 when we got engaged. And I'm like, is this going to be the fucking coffee table conversation starter if I walk into this couple's house? And I'm like, I don't want to fucking do this. Like, oh, good for you. How much did you pay for the photographer? He's like, dude, I don't know, man. You have to fly him in and shit. Or, like, we have to find this... But I, I don't understand this. And then we have this conversation, too, about restaurant. Not just the photos. It's just a Korean like popular culture in general it's just like no i heard this i saw that on blog i saw that on tv you know like more fat is good for you you're gonna make it you gotta do a high fat diet and then like my dad tells me that too and the same same thing for restaurants i heard that place is good and then like people you go to that food truck or whatever and then like it's all fucking korean people because they heard that on the one channel a great fucking viral campaign but at the same time it's like dude the gullibility of korean people when just like somebody in media said something it becomes a fad really fast i found that fucking fascinating and then just looking at this photography and this couple just getting this i just shook my head in my head i was like can you do you really need this photo to prove your love is this for you or is this for others? Do you want to walk to the bathroom with that photo next to you one day after the arguing? It's like, why the fuck do we do this? Or would you go like, wait, those are the good times. Like, just reminisce. Is that why you took that photo? You're going to hang that on the wall. And I'm like, I, I don't fucking know. You're going to put that on Facebook, I guess. But like, how long is that going to last? You know? I don't want to fucking do that shit. 
if I get married. Then again, this show a show is about my ever changing views and life and all that shit. So I, I I'll sound like a fucking moron maybe in the future, but I don't know. It's just like people watching. I started pondering this, and then just parenting people too. It's just I see a lot of kids running around with the, all the ocean and open space, and then the white sand and birds everywhere. Nene birds, Nini. I don't know what the fuck you call it. It's like it sounds like the the, the basketball player Nene. That's how it's spelled. Any any. And they're like, please protect them. Slow down when you drive. Don't run them over. These are endangered species all over that place. And kids are running trying to catch that thing. It's like, and then I hear it even in the Maui airport yesterday. It's like, Jamie, Jamie, slow down, slow down, slow down. And then like the kids like fucking one mile ahead. And then dad's yelling across. And then like, is this so? Is this why white people have leashes on their kids? And then they just catch them. And then. <laughs> I'm just like, this is why kid leashes around. It's like, but dad, I want that fucking bird. And then like, no, 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 I want, don't, I don't want you to get lost. I don't want you to get, get touched by a Polynesian creeper or some shit. I don't fucking know. But man, I just like just parent watching, kids watching, and then I, I don't hear good. I generally don't hear good things, especially when you get older. In my age, in the twenties or late twenties. Oh yeah, one, one coworker told me is like when she went to Hawaii. With the family, I was like, "Yeah, we went to Hawaii and the family trip." And then she just flat out said, "I didn't have fun." <laughs> I'm like, "No, you wouldn't. Like, this is not exactly a. I mean, yes, it's a good family vacation spot, but if you're at, you know, older age, older side of things, you kind of go explore on your own. So I'm glad that I'm kind of soloing this at the moment. You know, it's been pretty freeing. It's been pretty good. And then, um." Another thing I got to do also, aside from witnessing fat people, parents, girls, and guys, and everybody, animals, birds, whatever, and just grabbing all the food, that's all spam and island food. Island food is a lot of junk, but it's delicious. Who gives a shit? I'll burn it all off when I get back. I'll get back on chicken and broccoli, and then just a Starbucks protein box. I got like 11 awards, rewards right now. It's like, Jesus. And then uh, I got to go to the LPGA Championship uh, Tour. Uh, the Lotte Latte Championship in this place called the Koolina, Koolina, which is about 20 miles west of Waikiki, Honolulu. So it's outside of Honolulu, technically. Uh, it's a huge private resort area. My sister actually told me about it. I think her friend's dad's a member, so that's why she got to get in for free. Haha. <laughs> but um, this was also a last-second decision. I didn't know that there was a LPGA tournament in Hawaii. Uh, last week and I turned on the TV and I the golf channel was on and then I was like hey oh it says live it's like oh well it's like it's, it must be time delay but no it's in Colina and in, in the Oahu Island Oahu Island and I was like oh no shit where is this thing and then I look up at the map it's only 40 minutes away by drive and then I was like oh fucking hey and then oddly enough generally all the golf championships are in four rounds Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday Sunday being the final round but in this championship for the Easter weekend they decide to do Wednesday Thursday Friday Saturday and then I saw this Thursday on TV and I was like hmm I could go watch this and then also the Canadian lady uh, Lena Sharp uh, was in contention pretty good Brooke Henderson unfortunately barely made the cut and then got out early you know on Sunday although I did see her in the 17th hole uh, when I was starting following the Elena Sharp group the second last pairing on Saturday and I was like I want to go check this shit out and then uh, wow LPGA man I, I tweeted this out to LPGA the tournament 
and Square. My fucking god! If you're if you're a world tournament where like tens of millions of dollars are at stake, I mean the prize money I think totals like six million dollars, three million dollars. Still, it's a millions of dollars. I get to the parking lot after a long drive, and then I did 80 miles an hour, which again the guy said that's pretty fast for Hawaii. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I got I got out of the human and car traffic, and I got to do 80. I'm fucking happy about that on a Saturday afternoon. And then I got there, and we I parked, and then there was a shuttle I was trying to catch, and then you could buy the ticket in the parking lot, which wasn't full at all. I mean, it's not like a men's PGA tournament where it's that crowded, huge, and people get drunk left and right, you know, on the golf courses. But this one, it was, uh, yeah, old PGA is not as popular, and I could see why. Like, kind of like WNBA vibe, WTA a little bit, although WTA is way more popular, you know. Um, Man, they just say $10 for the day pass ticket. I'm like, sure. Oh, we only accept cash. And I was like, are you fucking serious? My, I, uh, and then I was just like tweeted that like, why LPGA, why don't you get Square as a fucking sponsor? And then, and then have a fucking credit card system. You couldn't afford a fucking Square on a private fucking resort. Are you serious? Oh, I could go to the ATM by the clubhouse and get it. There's no. I'm a Chase customer. There's no fucking Chase ATM over here. So I'm going to be charged $3. But who, I said, fuck it. I'm here this far. I'm not walking out of this just over $3. But then it just annoyed me. An internationally renowned tournament. International, and then all these athletes that are there on a private resort. With the fucking 1% of the, uh, the world are having the membership here and then you can't you don't even have a fucking credit card stuff are you are you fucking kidding me right now so i got triggered a little bit and then um yeah i i just grabbed the cash i paid the ten dollars but to be honest the parking lot wasn't full and it's like you have to sh- present your ticket at all times i think i could have just walked in because i i was also korean so i was like <laughs> fucking all, all the lpga gallery members are all Korean people, or some Japanese people, and all white people. So I'm just like, oh, fuck it, man. It's like it's not like PGA where I had to like walk through the crowd, massive number. I was pretty close up with the the golfers and all that shit. I was with the second last pairing with Elena Sharp and Inji Chun, and then a lot of the Inji Chun fans out there. Although I was at, out there to support Elena Sharp, but I, I fucking pussied out when I say I could have done goal leaps go, or I, I should have brought a Jay's hat so she would know that she had a fucking Canadian supporting her at the moment i told other guys in the course like dude i'm here for elena i like inji chun too but i'm i'm, I'm here for elena i didn't know she was a leafs fan until i found out afterwards and then the funny thing about the lpga is also the the caddies uh the ones that carry the clubs have the they wear a bib with their respective players last name on the back but lpga i didn't know maybe pga does this too and they have the uh each player social media handle at whatever uh on their back under the last name and i was like oh fuck that's kind of smart like it's a uh, one interactive way of you know getting to know these players i mean something like lpga that needs some popularity and growth this definitely helps i guess so i found out afterwards i go see on social media and stuff and i was like god dang and then um i i, I feel bad i wanted to sh- i i never been to a fucking golf tournament until i went to this one i could have gone to sahali one in uh redmond washington where brooke anderson fucking won the canadian girl and then i'm like god dang i can support this i'm a fucking golf fan but then um i don't know the, i 
basically you pay ten dollars to walk four and a half hours 18 holes and i did this without a bottle of water i just had cold brew in the morning maybe it's excitement and elation that i'm at a i'm on a vacation just a relaxation i got through the i got through four and a half hours without water and i was very surprised with myself oh yeah granted i'm not swinging i'm not looking for a ball i'm not having the mental stress trying to figure out how to you know, hit the ball, uh, you know, looking at these professionals do it, but god dang, uh, Elena Sharp, she's having a great season so far, if you don't know, golf band, because you guys are all, especially in Canada, you're, if you're only paying attention to Brooke Henderson or something, Brooke is struggling a little bit, I think she's a little fatigued, but Elena, she's been, she's been sharp, no pun intended, I guess the pun is intended, uh, she got through, she got through the rough patch of the back nine, was it the front nine, back nine, I don't remember, the 12 through the 15, 12 through 14, 13 through 15, where they're like two par fives in a row, uh, she, she, she did good through the last three, and then, uh, yes, she struggled at the end in the 18th, and she couldn't get the tie for the second place, because the tournament was by, and, tournament basically ended, because, uh, Christy, Christy Kerr was like, I had three shots with, like, three holes to go so i was like fuck this is over so this is a battle for second place let's see how this goes and then uh she couldn't get it and then there goes a fifty thousand dollars but you know what you know what elena i think you're gonna make the fifty thousand pretty fast so keep on it i'm sorry i couldn't update the leaf score on the course i didn't know that you were a leafs fan so uh, a little bit of a shout out there please keep up the great season please keep up the great work if i visit the next time i'll wear the leafs hat jay's hat whatever to let you know that your fan is in the crowd or gallery or something okay so there but our LPGA was a great tournament. I just wish that they accepted cash. I just, I finally threw a shade on Twitter. I said, oh, yeah, you pay your players only by cash, too. <laughs> no response, but I hope they listen. I hope they get the point. My God, an LPGA international tournament. You don't. You can't afford a fucking credit card. Are you kidding me, man? Is this, eh. Anyways, ow. My mic hit there. So, anyways. um, Also, I made a trip up north. Um, after that, uh, I decided to take a drive, and that was like I, I, I think that was Friday. I decided to drive the day before uh, towards north, uh, northeast, I guess, Kanaohe, Kanaohe, and Nanikai. It's like a northeast side of the uh, Oahu Island, and yeah, what was it? And I ended up going up to, I didn't go all the way up to Koela Bay because I wanted to go. And I was like, yeah, that's a great, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, fuck, I forgot the name, uh, snorkeling place, but I didn't go. So, um, where I ended up going was Kahana Bay Beach Park and it's very secluded and then the sand is limited, I'll be honest. Uh, and if you go up north where there's like a military base, uh, I saw Kaniohe Beach Park and then went up all the way to, yeah, Kana, Kahana Beach and then it's very scenic and quiet, but water's a little rough, I'll be honest. <laughs> and then water is very sandy. You can't see anything, but it's very quiet. It's, but then the beach over there, um, it's not exactly for sunbathing. There's a lot of leaves and trees. There are a lot of trees around there because it's a sand beach in the middle of the forest. So uh, I wouldn't lie down there, um, but I would go swim, you know, challenge yourself a little bit there. But um, not a sunbathing place. Just bring a chair, sit down, enjoy the cold air. I saw hang gliding. 
going on there too some guy was drone piloting and shit too uh kahana bay beach park i drove up there oh my god that was a long fucking drive too and then coming back into waikiki that was a challenge too but uh eh, it was pretty good and then a kai kani oni is that the park kani oni is that the camping was i don't remember where but I, I got lost in somewhere in between i just kept following the h3 and then through the highway was it h3 i was at no, it wasn't H3. I was following 61 through the mountain in the middle. I'm just looking at the map right now. And then, uh, yeah, I wanted to go to Lanikai Beach, but it was full. So I decided to go up, 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 up. Then I gave up. I didn't go to the military base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyways, Kahana Beach very quiet water is a little fast uh but try it there are other beaches outside of waikiki that are really good so uh, other beaches i haven't tried colina there's a public beach park there not the private one uh i'll go check that out next time i think my sister said that's a quiet one koala bay that's another actually turtle bay resort is there i heard that's where the the, these aren't public beach parks so these are like resort ones so i don't know you no lifeguard no anything and then generally the north um north side of the islands i think the water is rougher so if you're not experienced i think uh, it's a bit of a challenge but i don't know i was happy with kana beach and then uh waikiki the the beach i was at what i keep butchering butchering the name here by the aquarium south of aquarium kaimana kaimana beach yeah kaimana beach i recommend it uh it's pretty good for waikiki it's a little far it's a little quieter and then um yeah restaurants rainbow drive-in my god it's a fucking revelation that place is really good i mean i think that place is like 60 years old 40 years old 50 years old i don't remember but it's pretty damn good sweetie's cafe is pretty damn good too um i haven't tried the leonard's bakery none of that um i have a couple places i want to visit before i go oh yeah there's some there was a list out about the best cheeseburger or something i don't care this is the last time i'll get fat so uh i'll try that i'll try that but uh food in general i think it's all good and even the japanese food i want one place people gave low ratings on i don't know why people are shitting all over it but i'll be honest it's a little pricey in general and then uh mcdonald's is even pricier and then uh, i got to try the mcdonald's menu that you don't see on the mainland you know like the pork sauce portuguese sausage and rice and egg spam rice and ha- egg and then uh hayupa hi hopia 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 pie that's that's very sweet i think that's like a coconut pie but it's like instead of an apple pie it's a coconut pie it's pretty damn good and then uh, mcdonald's is a pretty good option too i know you're giving sh- actually actually when i walked into mcdonald's today one one couple was like right behind me come pitching about that i was like ooh, rice and ham spam ooh. and then like dude you're in and then i i got triggered immediately because i wanted to get that <laughs> exact dish from mcdonald's and i was like Bitch, shut the fuck up. And I'm like, you're in a fucking McDonald's. Like, you, you, you're giving shit about a menu that you don't even know? Like, what the fuck? What the fuck you're saying? And then I was like, I was looking at this couple. Like, they were right behind me. And I, I played dumb. I just look front. And then I just smile and nod. You know? Like I've been doing. But then I was like pretty pretty annoyed by this comment. It was like the pure ignorance of the mainlanders over here. You know? The rice and spam. That's fucking delicious. That's not even a Hawaiian thing. That's a, In Korea, it's fucking delicious. What the fuck? 
And with a little bit of ketchup, it's good. And then uh, this guy was like going, ew, rice and spam, ew, island food, right? Ha ha ha. And then what the fuck do they get? Uh, I'll get a, I'll get a sausage, uh, egg and ham with uh, Diet Coke. And I was like, Diet Coke, fuck you. And then I took the guy on the left and was like, he had a big ass beer belly hanging out. I was like, yo, fuck you, get a heart attack and die. Like, like rice or this thing, it makes no fucking difference. You, you, you don't get to say how disgusting rice and spam is when you look at your goddamn stomach. Oh my God, my hating mode is coming back. So this means that it's time for me to go back home and then uh, my hours up thank you i'm gonna talk about the maui next week <laughs> and then maybe the manchester by the sea so uh thank you for listening i'm a little quieter today because it's in a hotel room it's at about 11 10 over here so i'm gonna post this pretty soon uh please subscribe on itunes stitcher whatever podcast tool you're using listening uh please i'm getting some feedback too it's great privately publicly no public feedback but you know i take a shot i don't give a shit okay so twitter what a show and then an email aa-show at outlook.com twitter what a show all one word uh email aa-show at outlook.com thank you for listening have a great week i'll see you back on the mainland america and talk about maui the neiman marcus of hawaii i'm gonna get to that all right don't get mad at united bye-bye